Welcome to the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Herbie Mack. Look, this podcast is raw, authentic, and unstripped. We're going to turn these hard conversations into conversations. This is the only way we can break the stigma when it comes to mental health and suicide prevention. Now, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review, baby. I need them five stars. Sit back, enjoy the show. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is part two of the Recovery Couple. If you missed part one, I... I I cannot tell you to check it out. Uh, Jay opens up a lot. This side of part two, Ashley's going to open up a lot and tell her stories. So that being said, we're going to finish with Jay's story. And here we go. And uh, Jay started healing and and Jay started changing and Jay started growing and Jay started being a different person. And Jay started hanging, you know, people, places and things changed. And and Jay started believing in himself. Right. And, uh, that, that was that was probably the first time I got my voice back and my power and and you know I think I can be somebody I just got to learn who I am and when I you know I gotta I gotta heal from all this this damage the, the damaged goods need to be healed and yeah oh and and I gotta you know I gotta get out of my own way and and you know I got to uh gotta let go of control and uh I, I gotta just believe I just gotta believe you know and uh and and that served me well that served me well for, for the better part of three years until I got bored. I got bored of doing that at three years. Um, and at this point at three years, I had already, you know, I branded myself. I, I was calling myself the recovering chef. Then my, my pastry chef said, why don't you call yourself chef recovery? And I'm like, Whoa, chef in recovery. I can brand that. Whoa. So that, yeah. Boom. Moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. holy cow. I, I, oh, wait a second. I got a story here and, and the chef and the food industry and that stuff really suffers with this. And, and I could take this all across the country and I can do this. And, and, um, then I, then I, then I, then I, then I started getting bored. I, I started getting bored. I used the excuse of being bored. Right. I, I don't think that I, I truly, truly, uh, truly accepted the life that I was about to live, which was clean and that you committed to. Yeah. And uh, so I got myself back into legal activity. I got myself back, you know, I never used or drank because that's not what I wanted to do. It was always about the money, right. It was always about the money. And, um, you know, uh, fell into that cycle for like a good year. I, I, you know, I was on my second fiance at the time and, um, you know, I, I took a free trip to the Turks and Caicos. I said no on the beach and, and, you know, all, you know, all these things, like, because my mind was dysfunctional. I wasn't, I wasn't being that, I wasn't being that recovering guy. I, I, it all of a sudden became about me again. And, and then I came back and, and, you know, stuff really hit the fan and, and, you know, she, she wouldn't leave me though, because she, you know, she was really Christian and her family was really Christian. So it was really like, you stick it out and hopefully they, you know, the person changes and, uh, you know, I came to a point of, uh, first time wanting to commit suicide and, and killing myself at like four and a half, five years, clean and sober going, uh, why am I doing this? What do I got? You know, like, different. This is, like, this is not right. Like yeah. I want my old life back. Like, I, like, that's what I want. I want my old life back, but I want to be that guy that I was at four or five months. And, and some, I'm, I want my old life back, but I want to be that guy at five and six months clean and sober. Can I be that guy at five and six months clean and sober and have my old life back and have my old life back? Please, God, like, please, I'm not asking much, just that and that and I'll be okay. 
And well, that didn't really work. Um, so, you know, I ended up getting addicted to the casino to kill the pain, right? Cause I didn't want to go to drinking and using drugs. Like I'd already been doing some illegal activity. So I got that kind of, that kind of thing out of that, but I didn't want to drink because I knew where that would take me. So I was like, yeah, let's go to the casino. Well, I went to started going to the casino, won $70,000 over the course of a couple months walking down the street, bought a condo for me and this girl that I just said no to on the beach. And, um, you know, ended up getting addicted to the casino and I racked up my credit cards, lost $68,000 in the next three or four months and hit a rock bottom, a rock bottom on something that took me even faster than the drugs and alcohol took me, which was the casino. And, uh, I ended up, uh, I ended up going to Fort McMurray and becoming a chef in Fort McMurray. My family was there, started at Syncrude. Then I took a, 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 a transfer to Keanu College. And then that's when my, that's when chef recovery really grew. I replanted the seeds back into recovery. I re-got the voice again. I re-got the belief in myself again. I re-got all that stuff again. And I started attracting all this media. Like, who's this guy, Chef Recovery, talking about a story and talking about this and talking about that? And, you know, you're in, you're in oil country. You know, you're strong. You don't talk about that stuff. No, all that stuff. Right here I am sharing about it. And we got all these celebrities coming, uh, William Shatner and Mark Messier. And I, we're getting all the events. I'm getting all the events and and um and then all these celebrities are like we want chef recovery to cook our food for us and and i was like wow what is going on like i was just like at a rock bottom ready to kill myself all of a sudden god i ask you for can you give me this life and this life but you won't give me those two lives because you just want me to have this life okay i'm accepting this life again now you give me this like i don't like i don't deserve any of this and and you know i like I was just sharing on the recovery couple and I've been sharing this for like about the seven, about seven weeks now, you know, I never ever said I was proud of myself of any of my accomplishments in recovery until about seven or eight weeks ago. I never once sat and relished in the fact of all the things that I've ever done. And, um, you know, a broken down crackhead, alcoholic guy that tried taking his life back to back times is now, you know, catering for William Shatner, should look at himself in the mirror and say, dude, I'm proud of you. And I couldn't even do it, bro. I couldn't even do it. I didn't even do it because I had to hop to the next thing. And uh, yeah, from Fort McMurray, I, I moved to Kenora. I met, I met my ex and that's where my, my beautiful daughter, Destiny, came from. And uh, I, I opened up a restaurant um, called The Boathouse and uh, I ended up getting fired two weeks before Christmas and two weeks after having destiny. And, uh, as another moment of what am I doing? I had to pick myself back up and that's where freshwater cuisine was born. Um, my, my fish business, uh, which is going to be celebrating five years on February 9th, which is insane, uh, because nobody believed I could do it. Nobody believed I could do it, but I believed, I believed, right. Even in this, even in the midst of the fire and even in the midst of the, of, of everything. And, and, um, you know, even in 2017, we were nominated one in five top businesses in all of Ontario for a leader in innovation in all of Ontario, um, flown down to Toronto with the, the, the government and, and the, the award was presented by Kathleen Wynne, who was the premier at the time. And they gave us $25,000 for, for it as well as the award. 
And still, still, I went back to the room. I did a live. I put on the mask. I did the show. And I still, I couldn't say, Jay, I'm proud of you. I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it. I didn't know how to say it. I didn't know how to be it. I didn't know how to feel it. And, um, you know, even just, even, even just thinking about my tenure, I shared about this the other night too. My 10 years of being clean and sober, I get, you know, I get flown back to Ottawa to speak for the hope in the city and the Salvation Army, you know, keynote speaker going back to Ottawa where I got clean and sober, you know, at the Shaw Center, packed building, sharing my story, getting into the emotions, getting into the, just getting into the realism and just be, just pouring it out. And, and all these people coming up afterwards and all the media and I'm doing all these things. And, and I get back to the hotel room and I'm like, you're not worthy. You're not worth this. You had a crappy message. Nobody's going to get anything out of you. No, here I am 10 years, 10, 10, 10 years. And I can't even look in the mirror and say, Jay, I'm proud of you. I can't even say it. Uh, you know, no, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. And, um, okay. You know, it's just, it's, uh, you talk about anxiety and depression and uh, that's what had the riddle on me. The anxiety and the depression had me, uh, it was something that I couldn't, uh, w- wouldn't let go. Uh, I wouldn't let go. Um, and it drove me to, to that, uh, <clears throat> to that unworthy place, drove me to that. You're not enough place, drove me to that. You're not going to be somebody when you are somebody, it drove me to that, you know, you're never going to be in love. It drove me to nobody's going to love you. You know, all, all those things that the committee inside your head that rents your hotel rooms tells you, right? Because when you got a 24 hotel room up there and there's 48 people and they're telling you what to do, because like, that's what happens. Yeah. It's like, it's insane, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I go, I go through a separation at three years ago and, and, you know, it's, uh, like, you know, two, not two, like about a year ago, I look at my daughter and I, I don't feel love anymore. And this is the depression talking to me. And I'm just like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to do myself in this time. And, and the same thing again, you know, I go and, and where I went, the dam wasn't on all of a sudden the dam just bam and water just came flooding out and uh, shook me out of what I was going to do. And I went and talked to my counselor and, uh, made it through that. And, um, so truly, uh, truly, truly the, the, the journey. And I think Ashley can come in now is, you know, when Ashley and I truly met and how, uh, you know, both our backs were against the wall because we just didn't know what love was right. Like we didn't know to learn it. Yeah. We were just so broken. And here I am 12 years, 12 years clean and sober. And I'm more broken than I could have been ever broken. And here she is five months and, and, you know, <laughs> coming off, coming off her, you know, she tried getting clean and sober, you know, once before. I did. Yeah. And I relapsed. Yeah. 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 Why don't you share about that a little bit? I was not. Oh gosh. So I, uh, my, my journey started a couple probably, I don't know, two, three, three years ago, three years ago, I, I, I went to treatment um finally by this point I had lost my children um you know they were you know I'm so grateful that I have people in my life that made those hard decisions for me right when I couldn't make those decisions I was so far gone um in my addiction that I couldn't I I, you know I'm so happy that my kids were not there to see the worst of the worst but they were there to see a lot my my daughters um you know 
today I have a beautiful relationship, the best relationship with both my girls now. Um, but it's, it's taken a lot of work, but you know, they were taken from me. Um, they were saved from me. I should say, I can't say they're taken. It was, it needed to happen. Um, you know, and so I was in a ditch literally I fell into a ditch it broke my ankle I'm laying in a ditch high higher than a, a kite and I don't even know how long I was there for I couldn't even get up for hours I don't even know how I got home somebody took me home I have no idea how I got there anyway so my, my you know it was at that time and I'm like okay <laughs> okay I need some help right so anyway so I went to treatments um you know and I honestly when I went to treatment it was a 20 28 day program I honestly I couldn't admit I was an alcoholic for one. Um, I admitted I was an addict. I had no problem admitting I was an addict. I could not admit I was an alcoholic. And that too was just, I wasn't, I, I wasn't ready to let go of that relationship, right? That was my first relationship with any kind of substance was alcohol. Um, you know, so at 90 days clean and sober, I was going to drink about it. <laughs> I drink about it, right? Cause I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna use, I'm just gonna drink. Um, you know, and the downward spiral and, you know, I, uh, I kept it together for a while. Like I, I really did keep it for a good while. I didn't use as hard as I used to, you know, I was kind of keeping it on the down low, but it really wasn't. I thought I was, but everybody knew, um, you know, and my life was starting to become unmanageable again and chaotic and insane. And, you know, I had just started to try to build a relationship with my kids again. And then, you know, back at work and like, it was just, I could totally see where I was going and it was, you know, if I didn't make a change in my life, um, for me this time, right? Because when I went to treatment, I went to, I could have my kids back. I could have my life back. I could, I didn't do it for me. I did it for every other reason but me because I didn't think I was worth it, you know? And so, um, so I relapsed. And then, you know, this time um, since I've been clean and sober, it was actually somebody else's relapse. I witnessed and I was a part of, in a sense, I, I didn't relapse, but I saw them relapsed and I'm like, I can't keep living this way. And that was my moment of clarity um, when I, I knew that I'm either going to make a change now and I'm going to do it or I'm going to die eventually, right? Because that's, you know, maybe not right away, but that is what's going to happen. I'm going to die. Um, so I made that, I just made that, that, that conscious, you know, that moment I'm like, okay, that was my moment of clarity. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. It, it's proud of both of y'all to be honest. It's very difficult to, to, okay. Like, all right, one and done. Like, Oh, like it took me years to really like, all right, you know, I'm gonna stop drinking. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do it for like five months, six months. Yeah. And then I start drinking again. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm gonna cut it out. I'm gonna cut it out. And I kept relapsing and relapsing. And even with my depression, I kept going back and forth, right? Like, do I wanna live? Do I don't wanna live? And for somebody who's listening to this, they probably think, like, why? Like, you know, you, you should always wanna live. When you're in those dark moments, and as you said, like that 24 hour, the, the demons that's going in your head, you don't realize, like, you feel like they have the power. And then, like, what Ashley said was like, hey, no, no, I'm doing everything for everyone else. Let me actually do this for me. And then you once you start doing it for you, you start seeing the transformation in you, right? Like, I really started sharing my story with the world probably about a year ago, right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to share my story because I kept trying to, like, find people talking about, like, mental health and suicide. And I wanted them to 
not necessarily look like me, but at least be like near my age. And I kept finding like older white women I couldn't relate to, right? It was like, okay, like it's the language barrier that I, that I, I, yeah. I said, like the way she's talking is not the way I would talk, right? And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to start sharing my story. And then slowly but surely, like obviously the pandemic starts and everybody's on their phone because we can't go anywhere. <laughs> and I started connecting with people that was like-minded, right? The energy, like as as Jay said, like, wait, once you start to change, you get, you get the right people with you. You get that connection, that, that support. And then when I started getting DMs from the counselors and the therapists and the psychiatrists, I'm just like, oh, this is, you're DMing me? Like, hey man, we love what you're doing, you know? Because like, like, you know, like I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I had no expectations. Like with life, if you have expectations, I feel like when you have them, sometimes they may hit it or they may not. So I just like go with zero expectations and then getting that, hey, what school are you in type of messages. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just using techniques that saved my life. That was basic. And then they started sharing tips and it's just wonderful. Once you realize like, man, I'm doing this for myself. And then you get the people that, that, you never thought that you would connect. You two probably never thought that you guys would connect in, in this type of way. Well, it's it's crazy. It's crazy you say that, right? Because, you know, the, you know, I, I, A, I can't even believe 13 years is coming up. Like, I can't even, you know, you know, 13 years clean and sober and all the stuff that has happened through recovery, right, to to lead me to, to Ashley. And, um, you know, it's like, so, so we're getting together and, and we're finally a couple and, and stuff. And we're just, we just both got our backs against the wall. Right. Cause we're just like, who's going to drop the shoe first and who's going to, who's going to screw who yeah. first. That's for, you know, real. for real. That's how it was. And, um, you know, the, you know, why don't you tell them? Because it's your story. Oh, she was God. on her way to Australia. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I was, I was moving. Okay. So I was moving to Australia this one. I had an off, like, I just, like, I was just waiting for Jay, like, and you know, the, the, you know, that my, my roommate in my head, right. Because this is what I was used to. I was used to being used and used to being abused and like, and then, you know, and then next, right. And that kind of sense. I was waiting. I'm like, when is the shoe going to drop? Right. So in my head, I've made up this in my mind, um, you know, he's going to get you, you have to get him, like get him before he gets you. Right. And this is the mentality that I've always, like we both have had, I think of like most of our, most of my life. Right. I need to protect myself so you don't hurt me. So, you know, I, I've made it such a big deal of, of this relationship and it's never going to work, Ashley. You're never going to be happy. Just, just get out. Right. So I, I just started driving. Like, I don't know where I was driving. I just started driving and, you know, and he's like, you know, I couldn't talk to him. I couldn't look at him. I couldn't anything. I'm like, I'm just I'm, about to right? I'm, going, I'm going towards like my hometown which is complete opposite way of the airport right so like I'm just I don't know where I'm going I just have to drive like I just you know and I'm like crying and I'm yelling and I'm like why you know and so um he called me and you know and he knew something was up he knew something was wrong with me or whatever and he's like you want to talk I'm like no <laughs> And so he's like, okay, you know, Ashley, call me, you know, call me when you're ready. Like there was no fighting, there was no yelling, there was no name calling, there's no nothing. And it was kind of in that moment where I'm like, oh, <laughs> this isn't like 
he's not, that's not what I expected out of him, right? I was expecting this big chaotic, you know, um, dynamic, you know, thing to happen. It was going to be ended, right? And he actually was actually concerned for me and wanted to know if I was okay, which is something that I had never really experienced before in my life, right? So, and then I called him back. He says two minutes. I'm going to say five just because I want to be right. So I'm going to say five minutes. And I called him back and I was actually, for the first time ever in my whole entire life, I was actually completely vulnerable, raw, and honest with somebody about how I was feeling. And it was in that moment um, for myself that real change happened for me, um, for myself, for me to start actually, somebody actually believes in me. Um, and care about you in a sense of not wanting to hurt you, but I want to love you. And it was, it was in that moment where I actually learned what self-love was like, that was the beginning for me of my self-love and, and, you know, it's been. And that's, that's like, where that's where it like changed for both for of both us, of right? Us, like the, really. all of a sudden we both just put our shoes on. We weren't waiting for the shoe to drop. We both, you know, yeah. we just, we just put our, and <laughs> And that's kind of where like we started really bonding and, and about a month goes by and I'm like, okay, hey, listen, I, I came up with this idea. We're going to do the recovery couple. And she's like, you know, she's like, what? I'm like, okay, hey, no, we're going to do this. You're going to do it. I don't care what you say. We're going live. Oh, God. And, you know, it was just this thing that I had inside my mind that was like, I've always wanted it. Right. Like I always wanted to have a partner that was like me that understands me that, you know, just wants to love me for me. And we have, two beautiful stories that can go out there and, and break the stigma around the whole because people would look at me and go you're 12 years sober you, you're 13 stepping a five month or what are you doing you don't do that you don't go after those kind of you know but here's the real true deal and here's a true ticket two people in recovery can actually truly be in love two people in recovery can really truly help each other two people in recovery can actually go out and help the world because two voices are better than one voice um, and the dynamics of having a female and male go into to the world and, and share their stories. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. I have this idea. We're just going to, you know, we're going to go back and forth, talk about our recovery. We're just going to pick a topic. We're going to go live. It's called the recovery couple. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's go. And, uh, we started Sunday nights and Ashley, you know, if you ever go check out our page on Facebook, you'll see Ashley's like, like she, she never done a live before. She's I like, never in my whole entire life. <laughs> Like, ever. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, literally, I was like this. I was like, like and I was in and out. Like, it was, it was, it was the most. And she was, was so hiding behind so me. Scared, and... Right? I was so scared. I'm like, nobody's going to want to hear what I have to say nobody's going to take me seriously right so it, it's you know and today and i mean i don't struggle 46 lives later we did now right yeah, 46 yeah. on and sunday now i'm doing podcasts and like now it's like you know and like you were saying to normalize thing i talk about my recovery i talk about you know recovery all day every day you know and i'm i'm very blessed with the the, the people i work with and you know like like it's just that's that's normal and I'm proud of it you know and so it's taken me a very long time to to be okay with that but I don't know I but not like, really you know so well, here's the me, well here's the like thing forever. seven months seven months clean and sober and I'm saying to her let's go tackle the world we're tackling the world if you like it or not we're going out there I got 12 years you got seven and seven let's months. go seven months we're going <laughs> and she's opening up to the world at seven months and you know the courageous the 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 you know the the belief that she had and and um 
you know, I'm so proud that she, she did that. And she believed me that, you know, cause I'm going to be honest, I truly started recovery couple for Ashley because I knew what would happen because I was so open and honest about my recovery throughout the whole entire time I'd been in recovery with chef recovery and motivationally speaking and all the things I did. That's what kept, that's, that's what kept, this is what's kept me sober. This is what's kept me clean is, is you have people uh, holding you accountable. Yeah, the accountability of the screen because the person looking back at me is me, right? So the accountability of getting on there and just, you know, being vulnerable, I feel like crap today and this is why, blah, 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 and then it's gone, right? And the beautiful thing through it all is is like, you know, I, I was going through a real rough time with some things, you know, like, you know, destiny being a part of her life and I never wanted to be that guy that had girls coming in out of my kid's life and I was, I was trying to like disconnect myself from my ex and, 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 and that whole situation. And, you know, Ashley never, Ashley never got mad at me, but like, you know, the depression and the anxiety was so bad, like in that, that beginning yeah. part, eh, that, yeah. that it was it, it, like my coals, you know, the mask was on good, but the coals, it, I didn't have the fire going anymore. And they're just, I, I was so beat up and so, 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 you know, tired. And then Ashley actually helped me start believing in myself again. And Ashley started helping me like relight the fire and Ashley started getting the, you know, the recovery guy back and, 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 and the the positivity and the messages and let's go out there and let's do this. And let's, you know, we got a story and, 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 you know, like we, we got into this health and wellness thing together and we do fitness together and we started these things. And I started taking these supplements out of the virtually taken away my anxiety depression for the last six months and and it's just it's it's like <sighs> i i get it no i get it um it's a journey bro and uh, it, it is it's a one day at a time process absolutely it's you know? just it's like literally, it's a, minute, I, a minute at a time yeah like yeah. you know um on my journey i learned how there's times to take a break from certain things because like the world is moving too fast for me and I just slow it down, right? It may be taking a break from social media. It may be, well, I do that like every week and I try to take a break and just like reset my clock, right? Because like social media, it could be pressure. Like, oh, the post, to go live. So what I turn, what I tend to do is like, okay, let me create a routine for self-care, right? Like Sundays, I, I'm not posting anything. I might text a couple of people here and there, but Sundays is my day to recover for myself right from posting and creating and doing everything else and let me just slow the world down i might sit back and watch some netflix might might go out for a walk in the park might have times with with the family or i might just sit down and just like play like some video game or something like that just to to slow the world down because it's one day at a time you know when you put too much pressure on yourself you tend to ah and snap and then and i know how that snap is so it's like you know what at least once a week, let me try to create a self-care routine. Something basic that I can do, what I can control, that's not going to affect me in the, in the world of slowing down, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. No. And that, you know, uh, <laughs> I guess I guess having a couple businesses and, and, and everything that I, uh, that I do, you know, it just, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, seven weeks or eight weeks ago when I said, you know what, Jay, you're 13 years clean and sober. You got to be proud of yourself. You have to be proud. You have to start just saying you're proud of yourself and something bro, something clicked, something finally clicked. Like, you know, just something clicked. And, and ever since I said that, eh, like 
just like the fire came back, the excitement came back, the emotion came back, the love came back, the drive came back. The Here we are in the middle of a pandemic. I'm running businesses. I'm losing money left, right, and center because restaurants are closing. And this is, you know, I should be at my worst. Here I'm at my best. And I'm like, oh, well, next. Oh, well, next. Oh, well, next. Everybody's around. Which is a wonderful thing. Yeah, everybody's like, what's wrong with I don't know. I'm happy. Leave me alone. I'm happy. Can I, I love it. Happy? I love is it. it okay to be happy? I know that's strange. Let's just be happy today. And, um, you know, just my fitness is on. Like, we, I, you know, Ashley and I just got personal trainers who we, you know, right. he has like, you know, he also is a recovering alcoholic and addict, which is kind of cool. You know, I found him on TikTok and, you know, the, 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 uh, just, you said it, you said it right at the beginning yeah. universe. It's amazing what the universe brings to you when you're just putting yeah. one foot in front of the other, you never give up. You keep living the dream. You get out of your own way. You let go of control and you let go. It delivers people like yourself into our lives. Now we have this connection, this friendship, this love for each other that nobody, you know, people stride for that they just they just want it and they don't know how to get it and here we are three people right now talking for an hour that have all this love right yeah yeah now you know what on that note we're gonna end this podcast because that that there's no other way you pretty much just drop the mic okay <laughs> but before we go please tell people where to find you at and 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 how to find you and how to connect with you because i think what you guys are doing as a duo is phenomenal i never seen it and I want to see more of it. And I want people to, to see that. It's like, man, okay, we can do this as a unit. So go ahead. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on Facebook. So we have a Facebook page called The Recovery Couple. We go live Sunday and Monday nights. So we just pick a topic and talk about recovery. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, The Recovery Couple, or you can find me there, Chef Recovery. You can find me on TikTok. We do all kinds of stuff on TikTok. And you can also find me on Twitter, Chef Recovery. Um yeah I, i'm out there openly and honest you'll find me wherever you want to find me um but yes you're right it's uh I, i'm very proud that ashley and i have been able to uh one day at a time break the stigma about two people being together in recovery uh, i think it's the most beautiful thing in the world it's something i didn't want and today i love every aspect of, of having a girl in my life that's just like me and um yeah I, i'm proud Ashley, do you have anything to say or are you good? I'm good. I'm, I'm just, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity for us to, to come here and share and uh, get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Until then, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Today's episode of the Just Believe podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're currently going through a mental health challenge, don't be scared to look in the show notes and reach out to those resources. If people are going to put labels on you, tell them, look, labels are made for jars, not people. Whatever obstacles that's facing in front of you, you can overcome that as long as you just believe. Until then, I'll see you next week. Peace.